Fogle. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. <laughs> Holy oval, Batman. Uh, well, great to be with you on a... Well, they're always Fast Fridays, uh, but this is the particularly Fast Fridays. It's our new time. Uh, it's Race Central to Drive. If you uh, are wondering what alien is coming out of your radio, it is me. The, uh, the motorsports alien of 22 years here in the Mile High, and it's great to be joined and joining all of you. It is the Race Central, the radio program. We are the premier home of motorsports. Hey, back where it all started. Back is like to say uh, the mothership, ESPN Radio and ESPN Television. But great to be with you. We've got a great show lined up tonight, which I will uh, meander through. If you're a regular, and and many of you are, uh, but if you're a newbie, you know we might be an acquired taste. But I can tell you this: buckle up, uh, hang on, you're in for the fastest and most informative and edgy, as I have been called, a local radio personality and another signal said that Kurt Hansen's very entertaining and edgy, and I will go with that because uh, I've had people tell me that, uh, hey, we tune in, we, we're okay with racing, but you just want to listen to hear what comes out of your mouth. And I've heard this before. But, hey, welcome to the program. It's uh, what we do every Friday now, 3 to 5 p.m. here on the Blowtorch on uh, the four-letter ESPN AM 1600 and FM 104.3, the fan sounding resplendent on HD Channel 2 and FM... Uh, 94, 98 one, if memory serves me correct. I don't know. We're out there somewhere. Uh, Park, I got a new guy. Actually, not a new guy. He's the big cheese around here. But besides Raj, uh, our our fearless commander, uh, Mr. Parker Hillis on the board. I feel dude, I'm honored. Hey, man. I, uh, hey, I man. only make this appearance very, very sparingly. Uh, not an emergency, anything like that. But I'm glad to be here, Kurt. Very rare do I get a chance to pop on this board nowadays. Well, you, I, you do a great job here over at uh, the four-letter. That's uh, the voice of Mr. Parker Hillis, uh, my big boss. Actually, Raj Sharon, the biggest of boss. But well, i got to thank Sean and Parker and Raj and everybody for letting me uh, move to this new, as we would say in the industry, day part. Because I know that we're going to have a lot of new listeners. You're, there's probably people right now going, what the heck is happening to my radio? Well, a lot. And you don't even have to like motorsports or cars or bikes or trikes or whatever it may be. It's just damn good entertaining radio right here. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm jacked up. If you can't tell, I'm always – Red Bull has nothing on me. Actually, I've been accused of, of uh, uh, having it in my uh, – perpetually and perennially in my veins. But a great show, certainly, and a good friend of mine in the program's and I haven't talked to Bob in a, uh, quite a long time. He's had some health issues over the last year. So uh, the empresario of Motorsports TV and Radio, besides me, the legendary Mr. Bob Varsha joins us on the program. That's going to be a lot of fun. That'll be the bottom of the first hour. Then we'll talk, uh, well, we'll talk uh, a little IMSA, indie. We'll kind of meander around with that topic with the uh, very well-known and respected Mr. Brian Herta, IndyCar driver extraordinaire for many years, and then jumped onto the team ownership management side and won that little thing they do in Indy in Naptown a few years ago with the dearly departed and much missed uh, Mr. Danny Weldon, uh, Mr. Brian Herta. Also, the, the dad of that, that kid, boy, IndyCar's in good hands, the youngsters, and his kids, one of them, Mr. Colton Herta, 
who is the youngest win, in, winning IndyCar, easy for me to say, I'll catch up, in IndyCar driver in, in the history of the series. And boy, from the way things uh, have been looking over the past couple of months or so, uh, with uh, NBC Sports' big announcement with IMSA next year, sports cars, as they wrap their season up at Petit Le Mans at uh, Road Atlanta today, that's going to be oof, Road America, excuse me, Road Atlanta. I get all those RA things mixed up. Uh, RA, RA. Isn't that, wasn't that a terminology we use in college, like uh, something, somebody's assistance? I don't know. That's why I talk for a living. I don't, I don't spell or write very well. But uh, teacher's assistants or teacher's pets or whatever that jam may be. So also, as I say, photo Joe Star. We're talking a little NASCAR. If you're a regular, and if, so here's it's a double-edged sword on this deal. If you're a regular, you know that I was with Furniture Row from day one till the final, doing so much stuff with them and so much love that relationship. And was with uh, Mr. Visser when we put the car in the hauler for the last time to go to Homestead a few years ago. But I have said for a long time, restarts. Everything is so tight in the world of NASCAR now. And I said this in 2017 when Martin won the championship. I said there were probably easily five, maybe ten drivers who could have won a championship in that car. They were that good. But Martin was very good also. But I did say in last week's show, if it came down to a late race restart, one of the baddest-ass world outlaw drivers in sprint cars that's ever walked the planet, Mr. Kyle Larson, that's all they do. That's what they do. And I got to tell you, I was rooting for Martin to win a championship, even though I knew in my heart of hearts in the back of my, uh, you know, worn-out old gray matter. Kyle won nine races this year. And pretty much, in many ways, shapes, and form, kind of reshaped the way, the way things are done. Boy, I got to thank Chip Ganassi for letting him go. That was a good move. Uh, but now Chip's out of it anyway. He took his trillion dollars, and he'll be spending more money in IMSA and IndyCar. So that's okay. I, I, I get it. I, I, I like that vibe. Kyle's just damn good. And Martin, much like in 2018, if you are an NASCAR fan, you can harken back. Martin was sailing into the sunset, literally, in Homestead, Miami, in 2018, 30-some-odd laps to go, maybe not even that many. He's gone. And then that, that darn caution came out. A lot of people said back then they thought that that was, as we would say in the industry, the quote-unquote mystery caution. And Joey Lagana, who turned Martin around in Martinsville to move into the final round just a couple weeks prior, how ironic, Martin lost in Martinsville, the place he's been so dominant in. Let's Joey into the championship. They go restart side by side. Joey Logano sailed into the sunset. Much like last weekend. So the, uh, you know, pull up our pants, uh, put, uh, tighten that belt uh, down just a little tighter one more time. It's 2022 just around the corner, but Martin had that, the, the, the thing was won. And I believe in my heart of hearts, even as good as Kyle Larson is, that if his crew had not let him down and lost him, he came to the pits first. He went out fourth. They pooped the bed. Trust me, there'll be some changes 
uh, in the 19 camp in the pit stop category next year. I think Martin, if he'd come out, if he'd come out first, he had even a well, a lot better of a fighting chance, or a lot more of a fighting chance. But he didn't. I think uh, having to drive the wheels off it to get back up to challenge for the lead, he just wore the tires out. I think he was out of tires. He he did challenge for a couple laps there. And then I, my feeling was he kind of backed off. I thought, okay, he's going to back off. He's going to cool the tires. He's going to, you know, get all mustered up for a run. That never happened. And the only reason the, ran, the run or the, the ran, I failed English, sorry. The only reason the run didn't happen, he's out, he, as we'd say now, he's out of tires. That's what a good year can create a bad day. Because I think he just used everything up to get up under the bumper of said Kyle Larson, used it all up and had nothing left because Kyle just sailed off in the sunset. I mean, late in the race, allegedly, Martin was turning the fastest laps. Now that, don't be fooled, kids. When the ice cream truck comes, ask the guy first, is the ice cream fresh and is it cold? Don't be fooled because Kyle, I think, had backed off a little bit so he wouldn't be Kyle Larson running up into the wall. The ham sandwich was coming, but he ran out of tires. And I think, you know, as the thing just kind of whittled down five, six, seven laps to go, everybody just kind of figured, okay, this is where we're at. So, uh... And I, I've said this for a long time, too. And there's a reason I call him Denny Ham Sandwich. And if you don't know, well, stick around, because I'll tell you. Because it's pretty funny. He had it right there. So did Martin. But so did Kyle. Be a lot of shakeups uh, this year. I mean, the, the number four car, the Kevin Harvick camp, boy, they they can't be happy. They just, they didn't sail off of the sunset. They sank into the sunset. It's going to be a lot of shakeups. Uh, the next-gen car, it's going to be pretty cool. As good as the cars look now, they're going to look even cooler. More swoopy-doopy. They got the bigger wheel, the center-locking hub. Okay, no, no more of this goofy five-lug lug, lug nut thing loose in the, you know, fumble-bumble-stumble. It's a good thing NASCAR is racing into the 80s because uh, guys like me in sports cars and open-wheel cars, we've had center-locking forever I, I just think it's a good old boy thing plus i think they like to watch the lug nuts bounce around it's pretty cool you sit in the pits and the cars all come in the stop and you see guys sweeping up like thousands of lug nuts they make pretty good souvenirs uh but the center locking hub now that'll make pit stops much faster but i think there'll still be more tweaking to come but the new car looks good there's been some teething problems as we say and uh, it's the way it goes but I, I was remiss. I was trying to count how many days, because there really is no off season. I mean, the NHRA wraps up today, and they'll be in Pomona in sixty days, I think. Uh, IMSA, the uh, the roar before the twenty fourth, they'll be testing there at Daytona right after the first of the new year. But the roar before the twenty four is the second week in January, and uh, twice around the clocker is the next weekend. So, I mean, you know, and that's what, what I, part of why I love so much what I do, 
There is no off time for me. We don't go anywhere. When the networks go dark for the very short off period of time, we're the home. So we're the blowtorch. Wherever you can hear my voice, you can watch Race Central TV, Amazon Prime, Roku, Denver Comcast, two free uh, digital over-air channels here in the market. I mean, as I can say, Stevie Wonder can see Race Central TV, so so should you. And in our new time, right here on the Blowtorch, ESPN Radio AM 1600, 3 to 5 now. So, more new of you. And if you like us, like us on Facebook at Kurt Hansen's uh, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. You, you can't really join us over there. We're full up. So, go to Kurt Hansen's Race Central Media, Kurt Hansen's Race Central TV. You get the jam. Uh, also, uh, on Twitter, you can uh, tweak us, uh, Twitter with us, whatever you want to do. Just uh, And if you want to make fun of us, it's okay, too, at Race Central and the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan, that would be racecentralmedia.com. Be at my veterans' cars and coffee tomorrow at the WeatherTech Retail Campus in Broomfield, Colorado. You can Google that deal. Uh, Nine to noon. Lots of free stuff. Lots of cool raffles. A fantastic uh, veterans' charity. Live music. Comedy with one of the top comedy guys in the country. And we've got it all for you. We're a festival. We're the festivus for the rest of us. It is Race Central on the radio at racecentralmedia.com. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. Yeah. Wow. Welcome to uh, Race Central The Drive. Uh, our new time, 3 to 5, right here at the Blowtorch for Motorsports. Uh, ESPN Radio AM, a 1600 FM, 104.3 The Fan. Respondent and HD Channel 2, and uh, I believe uh, FM, I think it's 98.1, something like that, are always streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. Uh, welcome to the program. Uh, it's going to be a good one. Oh, they're all good ones. <laughs> uh, the incomparable Mr. Bob Varsha on the program, also Photo Joe Star. We'll talk NASCAR, BigWestRacing.com. Uh, Renee Brinkerhoff, uh, the uh, the amazing uh, Renaissance woman, as, as I call her, um, I hope that doesn't make her mad, but fantastic uh, race car driver. They also happen to own one of the best restaurants, uh, I think, in Colorado, let alone I've been going there for decades. Uh, she's racing uh, around the world and goes to Antarctica in a month or so to complete her journey to uh, raise awareness and fight uh, uh, you know, trafficking, child trafficking, tra- adult trafficking, just trafficking in general. It's a bad thing. That'll be a lot of fun. Also, IndyCar driver and team owner, Indy 500 winner, and uh, Colton's dad, Mr. Brian Herter on the program. We'll talk a little IndyCar and IMSA's there at, at uh, Petit Le Mans this weekend, wrapping up the 2021 season. It seems like it was yesterday we were kicking the season off. But before you know it, and say so we don't go anywhere. When all the networks go dark, tune us in here and find us on uh, television at Race Central. TV, uh, Amazon Prime, Roku, Denver Comcast, uh, everywhere. Trust me. Uh, and easily found at racecentralmedia.com. As you heard me mention in the open, to, tomorrow, by, by the way, belated Happy Veterans Day. I watched uh, Lone Survivor uh, for like the eighth time last night. And after meeting Marcus Lutro um, at uh, the Mile High Nationals a few years ago and, and watching that movie, it uh, kind of puts it right in your face. So to all the veterans out there that may be listening or friends of the family or whatever, God bless you. Uh, happy Veterans Day, and thank God for what you do. 
but this Saturday, so I have the the Race Central Not Your Average Car Show car show. It's a cars and coffee format, but we turn it into more of a festival and make them unique. And it's the second Saturday, so save the date, as we like to say, the second Saturday every month at the new WeatherTech retail store in Broomfield. And trust me, by the time we get near spring, what, so spring in California is like late February, March, where I'm from. As I joke with my wife all the time, honey, only, only eight more months till spring. Because it seems like it anymore, but by the time we get into March, April, we'll be to you know we'll be at four or five hundred cars, which will be a lot of fun. But uh, tomorrow, nine to noon, at the the retail store there, the WeatherTech store, we've got uh, we've got a wonderful foundation we're working with, Angels of the Fallen, supporting families of of um, uh, you know lost and killed servicemen, uh, first responders. We've got. Uh, awesome food truck, breakfast burritos, hot dogs, hamburgers. I mean, you name it. We've got it. Uh, our special, our especially coffee guy. We've got a Pebble Beach um, Concord car. It's never been, it's never happened at a Cars and Coffee in Colorado ever before. If not, maybe the country. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of really cool stuff. We've got race cars. That's kind of our thing. We're not just cars. We, we want cool motorcycles. Well, you've got a cool boat. We'll do a boat. Uh, I did a show a few years ago. We had boats and we had a, a super light, uh, ultra light airplane. <laughs> so motorcycles, cars, race cars, whatever it is, you bring it. We'll we'll display it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We got some people that are really special to us helping out. Uh, all the sponsors and partners of Race Central Radio and TV, of course, uh, Colpar Hobbies, County Motorsports. So we can go on and on and on. Sorensen Insurance, but. Uh, <laughs> Man, oh, man. Uh, Raul's uh, uh, Auto and Boat Upholstery in, in Commerce City, they're helping out. Unser Racing, thank you. Auto Spa in Westminster, thank you. Uh, Angels of the Fallen, thank you. Again, Sorensen Insurance. Club Vegas, uh, Marty Seldon, Club Vegas, he'll be there. Uh, Joe Star Photos, Joe will be there taking. If you want to photograph a you in front of your really cool car, Joe's going to be there to do that. I mean, we're really we're dialing this thing up. Uh, yeah, Machine Gun Tours, Alan will be there. It's 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 going to be a lot of fun, and we uh, hope that you can uh, join us too. Nine to noon, you can go to Cars and Coffee on Facebook, Colorado Cars and Coffee, and get the information, or uh, go to uh, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. It's all there too. We'd love to see you, and bring whatever you got. I mean, if it's funky, rat rod, whatever, a tuner car, drifter, I, I don't care. Uh, we're quickly becoming, and we'll become the best in Colorado. Trust me when I tell you that. So we're moments away from talking about Varsha, about all things motorsports. But as we wrap up the 2021 NASCAR season, and again, a reminder, NHRA this weekend, they wrap the season up. Uh, we, you heard from John Force last week. Uh, I just got a confirmation of another guest. Uh, Mark Masters, one of the funniest men I've ever met in my life, and, and he's got the Vail Comedy Club. He'll be there tomorrow with our live DJ uh, uh, doing a comedy routine. So if, you know, if it's fun... It's fun for the whole family, and that's what we do. So Mark Masters is going to join us in the program. I was going to replay the John Force interview, which was pretty powerful. I've known John for a long, long time, and we have a very, like a lot of our guests, relationship with them. It's just not two guys, you know, talking over a piece of string on the, uh, you know, across the airwaves. But uh, Mark Masters is going to join us uh, last segment. That will be at 445. I have to keep my, my mental clock now. I was working at home this morning, and my wife said, honey, don't you have to go? I'm like, what do you mean? Says, well, you're on at three now, right? I'm like, oh, God. 
Oh, Lordy. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and nice, strong signal, too, which uh, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun. Oh, so we did. Photo, photo Joe Star, Bob Varsha. Not going to have John Force. Sorry. We'll play that next week, the replay of it. Uh, Colin Radnant and a young lady that has really made a mark over the last decade or so with her efforts to uh, raise awareness for human trafficking and, and things like that. But she's also a really good race car driver. And, and also, their family has one of the best restaurants in Colorado. In Mo- Actually, I mentioned it to Parker during the break. He went, oh, yeah, La Loma, that's, that's all over. Uh, he goes to the one down at Castle Rock. Uh, we go to the downtown location. We used to go to the one up in uh, uh, the Highlands, as it's called now. The north side, as Vic Lombardi would say. Don't call it uh, don't call it the Highlands. It's the north side. But La Loma Restaurant, really good stuff. Maybe I'll go there after the show. Maybe I'll see some of you. But uh, we have a big event coming up at the restaurant uh, launching the the. Well, the trek to Antarctica to go 356 miles in the Porsche 356 vintage car that Renee Brinkerhoff races so effectively uh, around the world. Good stuff. So it is the premier home for motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio. I am motorsports insider Kurt Hansen. Be sure and be at our Cars and Coffee tomorrow, 9 to noon, at the WeatherTech Retail Store in Broomfield. It's going to be a lot of fun. Bring the family. we got something for everybody. It's... Uh, this thing's blowing up, and we'd love to have you be part of it for our special Veterans, as I call it, week celebration. It is Race Central on the radio. Bob Varsha coming up after this and RaceCentralMedia.com. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports, your host, Kirk Hansen. Uh, 34 minutes after the hour, or as close as we can get to it, it is the premier home for motorsports. Uh, just kind of been lollygagging around for about 22 years. Uh, ESPN AM 1600 FM 104.3, the fan HD2. And always streaming around the country and around the globe, but the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. As you heard me uh, kind of give the show rundown as I meandered through the open, it's a guy, uh, boy, I've known a Bob and been around Bob a, a lot. Uh, my whole career as either a driver or, and then into the media. But uh, I don't think we've ever really chatted before. And when I could uh, connect with the empresario, as I call him, the legendary one, Mr. Bob Varsha. Uh, Bob, I, I got to tell you, this is, uh, this is pretty special for me because uh, we pa- pass each other in the hall, as they may say, many times. But uh, it's great to catch up with you, and I'm glad to hear you're doing well. And uh, Bob Varsha, welcome to Race Central on the radio. Well, thanks very much, Kurt. It's a pleasure to be here with you, and I appreciate that kind introduction. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 I've been told I stretched the truth a little bit, so I just figured I'd just kind of wing it. <laughs> but uh, there so, you go. Yeah, no, no, no kidding. You know, it's it's interesting because you were on the media side when I was behind the wheel running Champ Car Atlantic, and and here's a little anecdotal story. And you probably remember you hosted the Toyota Atlantic Championship banquet in. Uh, in uh, Monterey uh, in 92, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, and you were the, the MC of the event, and I, mm-hmm. I was there with my team and my sponsors, and uh, my sponsor's uh, home, my crew chief's home, was burning down in the Berkeley Hills fire. I don't know if you remember all that, but... Uh, it seems oh, my like, gosh. Yeah. No. 
Yeah, it, uh, I'm sitting there lis- listening to you do your thing, and, and, and my, my sponsor is calling his house. And he's like, I still got voicemail, so I know, the, I know the house must be there. And then he didn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. dear. Was that the year I, uh, I backed up, introduced a speaker, and almost knocked the trophy off the pedestal? I, I believe that is 100% correct. I would, yeah. I, but I would yeah. never confirm or deny that, Mr. Varsha. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no damage done, fortunately. Yeah, yeah. So what are you, what are you up to these days? Well, um, as you say, I'm, I'm back on my feet after a bout with prostate cancer. Touch wood as I say that. Yeah. Um, but, of course, you know, being off the scene for a couple of years and going through various therapies and losing all my hair and not working for so long, I think there's a certain amount of, of um, out of sight, out of mind going on. So, uh, so I lost a lot of the work that I was doing. But gradually it's coming back as I do my best to gently remind people that I am out here and ready and willing to, uh, to get back on the horse, so to speak. So I'm doing, um, I'm doing some work for my old colleagues at Fox on the all electric extreme E off-road championship mm. in the inaugural season. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing a few different things with the, uh, SRO GT series here in the United States and doing some MC work and, you know, bit by bit, yeah, well, you sound terrific. I mean, you sound as soon as you started talking, I I hearken back to that memory in in at Laguna Seca in Monterey in '92. I'm like, oh my god, uh, it just it all it all came flooding back. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's God. It, it, I, I've been in this gig now uh, 25 years. You've been in this gig what 40? Yeah, 40 years is a pretty good uh, pretty good round number. Yeah, I've been god. very fortunate. How did you go for? Because I went, to, I, I was an athlete. I, I decided to go to law school, and then I decided I don't want to do that. I didn't want to chase Kai Omegas and 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 uh, play soccer at Underhill and, and drink beer at Cal Berkeley. How did you go from <laughs> from being a, a, a barrister to a a pontificator and and um, uh, radio and TV and race guy? Well, actually, you and I have a very similar background. I was a distance runner in college. Oh, boy. Uh, and thinking, as most collegiate athletes do, that my career is over when I graduate and I have to go find a job, I went to law school. Yep. Uh, but fortunately, I landed here in Atlanta, where we have a very, very strong running community. Um, and I kind of um, embedded myself, if you will, in that community and became the director of our biggest annual civic running event, the Peachtree Road Race. We get 65,000 people running down the main drag in Atlanta. You won it, didn't you? Um, didn't you win uh, it no, way I back when? I never won that race. Okay. No, in fact, believe it or not, back in the early days when I arrived in 1973, there was about 1,500 people in the race, and that was way too big a crowd for me. I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to get trampled. I want no part of that. So that's how I wound up directing the race because I stepped off and, and became a volunteer. Um so I, uh, I finished law school, started working, was working with the track club, and I got a phone call one day from Turner Broadcasting. <laughs> they wanted to broadcast the race, but they had nobody on their sports staff who knew anything about running. So uh, somehow they got my name, I don't know how, and they called me, asked me to do the show, and I did. And, you know, we shook hands. I thought I'd walk away, and that'd be the end of it. But about six weeks later, they called me and offered me a job. And uh, so I became a part-time lawyer, part-time television announcer, um, reading commercials, doing all that kind of stuff, worked at CNN radio for a while, lots of different things. And I was, I was fortunate. And that's a constant theme in my career is I was fortunate to be in a certain place. 
I was not in a union shop, so I could do lots of different things and, and absorb all this information. And at CNN, we had a terrific sports department, which included guys like Dan Patrick and um, um, Fred Hickman. Oh, yeah, sure. And Keith uh, Ober, uh, Oberman. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this was a great bunch of guys and girls to be around. Uh, so we had a great time. Uh, and then I went to work for a uh, independent production company um, doing motorsports, about which I knew absolutely zero. Yeah, um, I didn't so never guess that. Came. I'd never guess that. Who was the independent, <laughs> well, if I can I ask? That. Who was the independent? Uh, it was World Sports Enterprises, uh, uh, a company founded by uh, Fred Reinstein, the old NBC producer mm-hmm. and a real, a real television legend, and Ken Squire. Ken Squire. Of fame at NASCAR. Yep. yep. Back in the so, day, Chris uh, Sakatamaki and Ken Squire here at uh, Talladega yep. for Grand That's National right. Stock yep. Car Racing. <laughs> yep, worked with them, worked with Chris Sakatamaki, worked with Dave Despain. Uh, just a great group. In fact, the first Formula One race I ever did was the Austrian Grand Prix in 1987, and Chris was my color commentator, my <laughs> analyst, if you will. Mm-hmm. So here I am, knowing so little about motorsports, I picked up whatever I did over the course of about six, seven years. And here I am on ESPN talking to the world with Chris Economaki. Um, it was, it was just a fabulous time. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, cause uh, you, you're, you're right. Our careers have, um, have a lot of, I mean, so many sim- similar components that it, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of scary. And I, I, yeah, I, I was in, I, I owned high end car and motorcycle dealerships and, I, there was a racing show on in KMBR in San Francisco. It was terrible, and through one of my relationships, I met the program director at uh, KMBR, and I said, you got that racing show? And he says, yeah, and I said, it sucks because I've, I've done it. I mean, I raced in Formula 3. I've done Atlantics. I mean, I, I, and they said, uh-huh. well, give it a try. And uh, Dale Earnest Sr. Got, got killed, and yeah. for some reason, uh, it was Tyler Potter. It, it starts your engine show. He said, you, you know, can you handle t- uh, three hours Saturday morning? I said, <laughs> Walk in the park. Never been on the air before in my life, and I I was so well, I was so scared. I almost didn't get in the elevator, and that was twenty three years ago. Well, you know, nerves can be a good thing. You know that as a racing driver as well as a, uh, a media personality. I always thought if you're not just that little bit nervous before a broadcast, you're just not going to be on your game, and maybe you ought to think about doing something else. Um, it, it's been it's been a charmed existence for me. I hope. I have some years left. Time will tell. But I do hear from, you know, kids coming out of college programs, film, television, whatever, and asking me, how do I get a job in television? Oh, I have to tell them, run. I don't know. My job found yeah. me. Yeah, run, run hard. I speak uh, sometimes at some colleges here in the area. See you being one of them. They're appealing. They, yep. We really want to do what you do. I was at Seven Eleven this morning. This guy says, I recognize your voice. And he, I, I told him, uh-huh. oh, I've been listening to your show for 20-something years here in, in Denver. Uh, uh, it's, it's, but I tell him, Say if you want to be in in broadcast, uh, run hard and run fast. Uh, just you know, it's it's. It, it, I've been blessed I, I, beyond. Um, uh, oh God, it's uh, pretty special stuff. I you know, yeah. you talked about uh, Formula One. So obviously, uh, and I'm, I'm I'm having a senior moment here at a moment. Uh, oh. The Formula One commentator way back in the day was with ESPN. 
uh, polo shirt collar. John, John Bizignano, who yeah. lives here, I believe, in Vale or Aspen. I've been chasing him for t- ever too. But yeah, with the <laughs> collar up, and I, I, I thought he was going to play tennis all the time. Like John Force always yeah. teases me. I had him on last week. He goes, Kurt, you're that you're that cooking guy. Yeah, I, I mean, you should be that guy. I said, John, I'm not that guy. But, yeah, I thought, okay, is this guy going to play tennis before the Formula One race? But, John, was you guys you guys made it what it is today. God bless. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It's uh, I follow it. Um, I'm a part of a radio broadcast crew. We do pre- and post-race shows on the ESPN spectrum um, for each Grand Prix weekend. So I keep my hand in, and I, uh, I also host an annual – when there's no pandemic going on, yeah, no kidding. Um, Mediterranean cruise that stops oh. in in Monaco for the Grand Prix. No, Sunday. How do my listeners? Yeah, how do my I, listeners find and get that that deal? Go to oh, uh, Windstar W I N D S T A R uh, Cruises uh, dot com, I assume, and uh, and check it out. In fact, I got that job because John Bizignato had it previously and either couldn't or didn't want to do it one year, so he said. Uh, you think you might want to try this? I said, let me think about it. Yes. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, really. and so off we went. Now, we haven't done it for the last couple of years because of the pandemic. But yeah. fingers crossed we're going to pick it up again next year on a beautiful luxury yacht. They call them yachts. It's actually a ship. Yeah. And uh, we have a great time in Monaco, great seats down by the swimming pool. And uh, it, it's great to help new fans uh, gain an appreciation of Formula One and chat with the old fans as well. Um, we run the gamut on this cruise. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it's been good. And John, you won't find John, uh, in either of the towns you mentioned, he's got a place in Breckenridge. That's it. Breck. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and about four other places. John, <laughs> is, uh, John's done just fine. He's, he's done just, yeah. Treated him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Breckenridge. Yeah. Yeah. What the, well, at least people now be racing to his doorstep in Breckenridge. Cause, uh, we, we own the airwaves here when it comes to the gearhead stuff. Uh, you know, here's another ironic thing. So I ran, uh, Formula Mazda back in in like the early '80s with uh, Tommy Kendall, uh, God bless him, Jeff Krosnoff, uh Johnny yeah. O'Connell. I mean, all those guys. And and it, it, I see your son, your son did Star Mazda, but um, yep, I, I was flashing on, on on something else that was even um, more powerful than that. And now now I've forgotten because I tend to ramble. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's just you know it's a it's a fascinating deal. Um, it's you know it, it, this this industry that we're so blessed and so lucky to get to participate in is uh, there's mm-hmm. times there's times that I wake up in the middle of the night and go I, I, even my wife she's a, a CFO and accountant she's like you're just a crazy primarily a crazy person but you just love what you do and I still race at a very high level I've done Baja one thousand I've run my Atlantic I mean I just it's 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 cool. it's, it's in the DNA and it just never ooh it's in the DNA and it doesn't go away uh, yeah COVID was a lot of fun huh. Oh yeah, yeah. I had that while I was doing yeah. chemotherapy for my prostate oh. cancer. That was a miserable time. Here's another irony: uh, I had major surgery, like four of them last year, and one of them was pretty uh-huh. scary. And I got COVID right after my fifth surgery last year, where they took my face apart. And uh, oh. yeah, and, and my my surgeon was freaking out. He says, "You're so comp- compromised. Uh, it's not as much fun as advertised." Oh boy, yeah. COVID's no yeah, fun. Yeah, it's. Uh... It's no fun at all, and I think uh, all of your listeners out there, two things. One, all you guys get checked for prostate cancer, especially oh, yeah. if you're 50 and over. And uh, please, everybody, get your vaccinations. 
You know, and this is very personal, but I feel like I've really, I mean, I'm having a, I could do this for two hours with you. Um, Mm -hmm. But when you heard the C word, uh, because I had it a few years ago, how did you react to that? Um, In shock, basically. Um, Doesn't happen to me. uh, Yeah. Uh, How does that happen? Yeah. And the doctor, my uh, urologist, um, you know, shook my hand and said, good luck to you. And oh, my Lord. as it happened, my wife was off doing something with one of our cars. So I had to walk the short distance back home, which gave me time to think. And then when I got home, she wasn't here. So I called her and then called my kids. And, I, you know, I just at that point, I hadn't done the kind of research that anybody needs to do to be your own best advocate when you're a patient. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, I thought like so many people do. Oh, my God, this is a death sentence. So I had to. I had to really, you know, think that through and start doing my research and see what the effective treatments are and and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's uh, like I said, we could do this for hours. I don't mean to get that personal, but since you brought it up, I just because I was I was I wanted to ask you, but I wasn't going to ask you on air unless you brought it up because you know we're all, yeah. when I, I know when I got told you know they're like, well, we might have to remove, remove your lip. I'm like, I'm not going to work out. That's, that's, that's going to screw up my jam. It I don't look good on TV with no lip. How am I going to do this? Yes. God, you just, yeah, you know, you, yeah. you do what you do. You reach, And don't ever look, you don't ever yeah. Google remedies for anything on the Internet because I, I did and I went, oh, my God. I mean, you know, uh, it's like, no. like Wikipedia, my Lord. So what's up yeah. next for you? I mean, what's up this short off season going to mean for one Bob Varsha? Well, I'm going to finish up the Extreme E season in December, and um, then we'll, you know, we'll move on to whatever I get arranged. I have some, uh, I have some, um, some, some lures out there, some lines in the water, as it were. Yeah. Some people have said some nice things about fitting me in, but you know, part of the time I was gone, you know, contracts get signed, and and announcers have, uh, you know, have ironclad gigs. And I certainly don't want to spin anybody out. Right. I mean, if someone needs to make a change, you know, I'm, I'm waiting by the phone. Uh, I do all my own deals. I don't have an agent or anything like that. So yeah, Just like me. Um, my God. Are we related? Yeah. I bet we're related. You must be related. <laughs> we, we should have a law firm. Spirit, at least. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, Varsha, Hansen, and something or other, uh, a, legal, a legal corporation. Bob, I got to tell you, you go. this is a, you know, I might have, I'm going to reach out to you after the program. I might have something, I've been asked to do something that's uh, a takeaway from something besides Race Central TV, which I've done for 20-something years. Uh, uh-huh. You know, it's pretty cool, and uh, we should talk about it. And I'm just going to leave it at that, if you're open to that. Absolutely. Cool. Anytime. All right. It is, uh, the, 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 let's get back to your briefs, whatever that means. And that's, okay, you listeners, don't, 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 don't let that go to your head. Bob, it's great to catch it's up. A written document. Bob. Yes, 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 in a brief case. Uh, nobody under 35 knows what the hell we're talking about. Uh, can, can you get that MP3 or MP4, right? So uh, it, it has been a great 10, 10, 15 minutes with Bob Varsha. And look look up his cruise. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Monaco's not a bad place. I remember I had my first $25 cheeseburger there at the Grand Prix, like in when I was doing Farming <laughs> to 3 and 86 at Jimmy's, which is still there, and they're probably $130 now. But Bob. Oh, Jimmy's is, oh, that, that, that's a lesson in life. You've got to <laughs> stay away unless you're ready to pair those kinds. But here's the thing you can live reasonably in Monaco. Right. And we'll leave it at that. Yes. I, uh, been, yeah. When I got married 20 years ago, I was going to write a book, uh, Hawaii on 5,000 a day. I never got to it. There you go. Uh, by the time I get it written, it'd be 10,000. Bob, have a great weekend. Be uh, safe. God bless you. And uh, we'll talk soon. It is uh, Bob Varsha great. right there on the Premier Home. And Bob, say goodbye to everybody. 
So long, everyone. Yes. The Formula One race this weekend. And you can switch back and forth with the uh, Petit Le Mans, IMSA 10-hour at Road Atlanta, which is my home track. And, Kurt, thanks for the invitation. I'll, I'll see you anytime you care to call. I, I would love to do it. Have a great weekend. But real quick, who's your, who's your pick for Formula One champion this year? Uh, I think Max Verstappen's going to take it. Hallelujah. God bless you. We don't need an eight-time champion. Bob, have a great weekend. Be safe. Uh, go to Petit, and we'll talk soon. Cheers, Kurt. There he goes. The incomparable. The legendary, the impresario, Mr. Bob Varsha, right here on the Premier Home for Motorsports. It is Race Central Radio, be it our car show, Cars and Coffee car show, the Race Central Not Your Average Car Show, car show tomorrow at the Broomfield uh, WeatherTech Retail Store. 9 to noon, it is Race Central and RaceCentralMedia.com.